Well, hello, hello, guys. You're listening to Beauty Bites with Dr. K, Secrets of a Plastic Surgeon. And today on the podcast, I'm going to interview Kiki Carnage, who's a beautiful enchantress. Come to my office, one of my amazing patients, and she is very into Halloween costumes. Would we say cosplay as well? Cosplay, um, Halloween, horror, and some goth alternative modeling as well. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. It's so fun to have you on because I've known you for a couple years as a patient, and I think um, you were commenting today after you got your Botox about the post I did on JLo, so I thought let's talk about women, body image, and you're in this field and industry where you're a normal working person, then you go home and change into this vampy vixen costume and you do cosplay and you're, you know, project the sexiness using filters, all the issues that come up for women. Sure. I mean, everything from filters, Photoshop, makeup, even, I mean, that's, uh, it's smoke and mirrors and that's absolutely not who I am every day. I'm very much, Someone who likes to dress for comfort. I don't really wear any makeup. So when people see me in person, sometimes they're a little taken back and they'll see the similarity on who I am on Kiki Carnage. But it's very important for people to know that that is very unrealistic. Um, And it takes a lot of time to become that person. And and like we said, filters. And it's just smoke and mirrors, as I said. And I think it's an important topic um, to discuss. It is. For those of you who don't know, I did a little quick post on my Instagram about JLo, whom I love and who I think she's one of my biggest, you know, I, I think, I'll say that again. I did a little post on JLo, whom I love, and I'm a big fan, but my post was about the fact that Instagram is starting to filter and hide plastic surgery, diet tea images that can affect kids' body image disorder and give them body image disorders. And I think it's just absolutely ridiculous that images that are doctored and out there on Instagram are also not being assessed for their ability to to distort body image. Because I ran into the picture of J-Lo wearing the iconic green dress, the Versace, the beautiful. And um, then I saw the unfiltered Photoshop, unphotoshopped version of that where she's got necklines and... She's fabulous and amazing, and it's okay to have necklines, and it's okay to have done a facelift and neck lift. But for me to see that image, I was shocked as a plastic surgeon, and I always am evaluating people's faces and knowing what they've had done. But the fact is, there aren't any real images of her out there because she is a 50-something-year-old woman who's had twins, and more power to her. She's beautiful no matter how many lines she has. She's amazing. She's got such a killer body. But the fact of the matter is those distorted images where every line is removed, it's damaging our psyche as women. Right. And I had mentioned it earlier when we were doing our live stream. I don't believe that our minds are created to handle things like social media. There's a lot of wonderful things with social media, so please don't think I'm being a hypocrite for saying this. But I can also see the contrast to both sides. Do I love filters? Do I love all the makeup? the fantasy. Absolutely. That's why I do it. But I did suffer and still have to work on this. I did suffer from body dysmorphia from it. I absolutely did. And it was not only 
struggling with my own body dysmorphia, looking at how I look in these pictures and how I look day to day, but also comparing yourself to this filtered, perfect version of things online, um, whether it's on Facebook, Instagram, magazines, whatever that may be. And I, I believe it's an important topic to discuss because I've suffered from it myself and people look at me and they think, I'm just this certain way, I'm this object, or I'm, mm-hmm. you know, and, 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 and I'm very real, and, yeah. and there's a lot that comes to it, so it is important to show your vulnerability and show the honesty behind it, and I, I encourage everyone, including myself, to show some of that and to continue with filters. I absolutely love them, yeah. but we need to just talk about the contrast and both sides. I don't think we're here to bash these things. We're not here no, to and it's discredit not them. specifically to talk about J-Lo and it's not no. to point out flaws with the person's image or criticize what they've had done. It's really just a societal question of um, the more we see these doctored images, how does it change our own psyche? Because if I was to give you guys a visual of what Kiki looks like, she's stunning and gorgeous. She's like 20 something, 30 years old long, beautiful, lavender, platinum hair, and super sexy. And for her to say she has body image disorder is just so heart-wrenching because um, she, on her site, when you go visit Kiki Carnage, just gorgeous, sexy pictures of a girl, girls in corset. You're, you're always in a fancy costume and always looking so like a superhero slash, Thanks. you know, <laughs> model slash heroine slash witch. <laughs> right. And I think it's why I love Halloween and horror. You're able to be something different. You're able to have an alter ego. And that is important. I think that that's what kept me out of so much trouble growing up was that I had things to escape to. I always went to Not Scary Farm. I was obsessed with the aesthetics, the monsters. I know it sounds silly, but it was a a different world for me, and I can kind of leave this world for a little bit. And it's the same with social media. So again, I absolutely love that we can escape and become something different, but there is something very real behind it. And I'm very passionate about that, and perhaps I should maybe be a little more of a voice on it on my own page because... I've, you know, I personally suffered and I think a lot of people do. I see so many people. I'm starting to suffer myself because being on camera all day, every day, there are days when you don't feel your best or you feel tired or you just want to throw your filter on and you want your avatar of your strong woman with the beautiful features to present herself and represent you. And I love that, but I was starting to feel like I needed a filter. Like every time I saw myself on the real camera, I'd be like, oh, I need a filter. Right. <laughs> like I do that the same. is not healthy. Right. That is not healthy. And then I realized that, that my four children are watching me do that behavior. And I also realized that all these images are creeping into people's subconscious because mm-hmm. I see all these amazing, beautiful, normal, real women in my office. And I see a lot of stars and Hollywood people and celebrities. And all of us are so vulnerable to this fact that we think that the images of us have to be perfect, otherwise we look don't look good, can't post it, you know, need to Photoshop it, need to Facetune it. It's a, it's eroding people's psyche. It really is. Right. And I think that that's a lesson for everyone, whether you're behind the camera and you're filtering or unfiltering or whatever you want to do, showing your real self. Or if you're someone who is wanting to leave comments as well, you're just a viewer Let's just try to be the best version of ourselves. I think that mm-hmm. we all play a part in this fear and this dysmorphia because people can be very cruel. And very. when you're taking mm-hmm. this vulnerable step to show who you are and then people want to tear you down even further for it, 
you want to hide back into your little filtered Mm -hmm. world. And so let's just try to be kind and realistic and just love ourselves, love each other and be the best versions of us or of ourselves that we can be. Cause that is important. Be good to one another. I think um, my main criticism of Instagram and Facebook was like, okay, you're filtering diet tea ads, but all of us know know we're doing that. Yeah. If you're under 18, you're not going to get directed that flow of diet tea and body plastic surgery images so that you don't think you need to change yourself. But I think most kids are aware that diet teas are crap and they don't work. Right. And I also think that the bigger, more dangerous problem is these images of celebrities that we see and famous people and every like every single woman now who's filtered and like people are starting to think that that's reality. And I know I see influencers in my office, beautiful ladies who come in still amazing and beautiful, but they look nothing like their Instagram image. Right. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Right. And it's just sort of a deception where it's okay to use a filter. I'm happy to have that fantasy element of life. It's fun. It's right. actually fun. However, you should throw your real self out there when and well, once in a while. Sure. You should. And um, you should be able to show your fans who you are. And for JLo or people in these positions of power, to the power to show real women how to age gracefully without filters and how to own it, own who you are, own what you've done with your face, and just be present as a real woman is huge. So the fact that you only present filtered images of yourself to the point that like, I saw this image with her having some necklines and very normal age changes. And I was shocked, like what? She's a normal human like the rest of us? Right. And she's beautiful. So she should, I mean, regardless. So to want to be perceived, and I don't know if she's chosen to be perceived this way, but to be perceived as like, she defies, you know, laws of nature. Exactly. Yes. Come on. Like, I think she does want to be perceived like that. You mentioned Beyonce. What was the deal with yeah, Beyonce's concert? Um, so I believe it was 2016. She did the Super Bowl performance, the halftime show. And there was a very unflattering photo of her. I'm sure anyone who's seen it knows exactly what I'm talking about. And because of that photo that went viral, she had moved forward in banning Um, any sort of photographer and cameras coming into her venues for concerts and then try to have every image of that picture removed from (laughs) social media. And you know, nothing gets deleted from social media, but she threw into my opinion, this tantrum and sure it was an unflattering photo. None of us want an unflattering photo of us going viral, but you are in the limelight. You're Mm -hmm. going to have People consider you, they call you Queen Bay. I mean, yeah. people idolize you. Just, you can be annoyed with it, but you should have, she should have just walked away from it. Yeah. It's very much I, how, like, Lady Gaga presents herself with all her flaws, but now it's interesting that she's now fixed most of them with plastic surgery or fillers for her last movie. Right. And I love her. I loved her when she was raw and unfiltered right. and unfixed. And I still love her now that she's fixed and she seems a little more confident in who she is. Unfortunately, these media images have been present since the 1950s with Marilyn Monroe altering her body, getting plastic surgery, and projecting these images that were somewhat different than her real self. There's no end to when that's going to stop. It's, it's been present forever, these well, altered images. You can go back to the 50s when I Love Lucy was airing. I don't know if you know, but they used to put a... Um, some nylon over the camera so it can almost really? blur out the cinematography. Filter. So she, it, yeah, it was literally filter. like the OG filter. Oh my gosh. And, um, that's what a an really, idea. We should try that on our phones. <laughs> yeah, let's do that next time. <laughs> um, but it's really interesting that that, I mean, there was a form of that 
dysmorphia then. Um, But it's just become so advanced today and it's so accessible. And I really feel for celebrities because the high definition television screens that show every pore and every line, and it's like, it's enough to drive you literally insane. But I think that's where the more real you are as a person, the more your fans appreciate you and the more you show that you are a real human on the planet that ages and has normal fat pad changes, deflation, gravity, lines, wrinkles. And, you know, just be proud of it and own it. Because right now in the media, we have images of women who are young. We have like Selena Gomez, Miley Cyrus, and we have images of Meryl Streep or Margaret Thatcher. There's nothing in between. Like you can't be... 40, right, you're right. 40 you're right. to 60 is sort of this age where you're supposed to quietly just, you know, especially 50s to 60s. I really feel that society needs to look carefully at how we marginalize women and they lose their relevance as they age. And um, like Cindy Crawford turned 50 and like, that's it. Her career is over, you know, and my it, perception of it is like, she's amazing, beautiful, vital. And maybe absolutely. she stepped down so her daughter could take over. But you announce your 50 like Jennifer Aniston, Cindy Crawford, and people's mental perception is just like, hmm, well, she's yeah. old now. It's really hard. I'm sitting here as Dr. K saying this, and I'm trying to figure out who in that age group, you know, is still, I want to say, relevant. And I would, I, the only person I can think of is like Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. But otherwise, it's really difficult and it's really sad um, to. Yeah, I mean, I Angelina Jolie that. is all these children's a little bit older and like starting to show a little bit of changes on her face, but still very relevant coming right. out with her movie Maleficent. And um, it's just these media images of women have to change because there's no woman that can hold up to these standards. We're not cartoon figures. We're not superhero women, most of us. And um, right. we don't all have the budget to do constant daily maintenance. Like, there's a crew involved in taking care of Beyonce and J-Lo and making every, you know, hair look just right and every line look filled. And the rest mm-hmm. of us have to have a real life and we have to get lines because if you're not out there smiling and getting lines and rolling in the dirt, then what the hell's yeah. the point? What kind of life are you living then, right? <laughs> yes. Um, absolutely, though. And I'm so glad that I reached out to you when you made those posts because it spoke to me um, and it's, I'm very passionate about it and emotional about it because... It took a probably, uh, about I a year. I hear it in your voice. Yeah, it took about a year and a half for me to work through that mentally. And I had to constantly remind myself um, that it's okay. I don't need to wear big false eyelashes when I go out. I don't need to have yeah. eyeliner and a ton of foundation and concealer. My hair doesn't have to be done. I'm literally sitting here and I went live on my page and I my hair is not brushed <laughs> and I look like a psychopath. But you know what? That's okay. Because that. <laughs> I love this part of who I am. And that's. I've learned to love myself inside, outside of filters, whatever it may be. This is the vessel I'm in. So you might as well make the best of it. Yes. Um, and there's no shaming people who have had plastic surgery done. And you, you guys can critique me if you want for helping people look confident and feel their best and doing their Botox fillers, giving them a big butt, whatever you want to criticize. But um, this is our vessel for expressing who we are. You have to take care of that. It's not going to last 80 or 90 years if you don't put some maintenance into it. And the moment you start feeling run down, like the woman or the the image that looks back at you in the mirror doesn't feel like you anymore. Like, I don't feel like myself. I don't look like myself. That's not what you want. You always want to have that internal vibrance. And right. the confidence comes from superficial things sometimes in humans. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to want to look good. You can be a woman of character and woman of substance and still want to look good. 
Well, let me piggyback on that just real fast. Um, I think it's really easy for people to criticize someone like Dr. K for doing what she does for a lot of women and men. But let me give you some perspective real fast. Um, when I was in grade school, I had a very Greek nose. I had a really big hump. And because of that, I was threatened to be beat up every day. What? Every single day by this group of girls. And they said it was because my nose was big and they made perceptions about me. Um, and it got to a point when I walked past people I would turn my face away so they wouldn't see my side profile. And it was something that anchors in me still. I did get rhinoplasty um, 12 years ago because of it. And it's still, that insecurity is still there. But you have to also appreciate these doctors that come in. And even though that insecurity is there, it's evolved into something else. It's not how it was, but please keep in mind that often when people come in to do these procedures, there is a deep wound there, and these yeah. doctors come and they they fix that wound and they help patch it up. And it's very important that you recognize that. And we're all able to make these decisions for ourselves. I think it's separate from what we're talking about with filters and um, digitally enhancing yourself. There is, you know, you should be able to have routine maintenance. Um, and if you don't want to do that, to each their mm-hmm. own. But I just wanted to add to that that there is some deep wounds that you can come in and, and fix, and that's mm-hmm. enormous. You are a superhero to us. Oh, well, I always feel that people leave here more confident, and just the small things in life that make you feel better about yourself. Yeah. And it, it really changes your outlook. So I think there's no harm in taking care of yourself, but there is harm in the societal trends and it's going to change this generation of women and girls because it's the first generation where we look at ourselves all day, every day, and images of ourselves. Remember, we were in grade school. We see your picture mm-hmm. twice a year, once for the yearbook, once for the family Christmas card. And you're not always looking at images of yourself, really. Right. I mean, I remember when the when I was like 13 or something and AOL just came out and chat rooms were so new and the dial-up was super loud and annoying. And yeah. it was kind of, I mean, it's crazy where we've come is what I'm trying to it say. It really is. So those, these images that invade constantly into our eyes, into our brains are going to change men's perception of what women should look like and women's perception themselves of what they should look like. And we need to be more forgiving with ourselves to realize that we are just in these human vessels that are going to age and change as we grow older and just be a little more accepting of change because we can fix a lot with my specialty. We definitely can. Yeah. But we also need to remember the bigger picture in life, which is that it's it's not all about just looking good. It's also about just being confident in your own skin of who you are. Well, I'm going to challenge myself and I challenge everyone who's listening to go ahead and take an unfiltered picture of yourself no matter if you're an influencer, if you're just, it's your personal page, it doesn't matter. I think it's important and I challenge you all to go ahead and take that photo and upload it and empower yourself with it. You I should. Know it's almost to. like once you do that, it breaks a little mental hurdle because it's like, oh, I can't post it unfiltered. Whoa. But then when you do it, you're just free. You're well, like, here I am, take it or leave it. And then you'll see most people take it. So. I was say, it's amazing. <laughs> the feedback you'll get. I think I did that once before posting an unfiltered, just me photo. And for the most part, people were very, very, very supportive and kind. And you know what? You're good. What is that quote? You could be the juiciest, ripest peach out there and someone still won't like peaches. That's fine. You don't have to like me. (laughs) That's a good one. Yeah. So, (laughs) Well, there you have it. That's 
beauty in a nutshell and body dysmorphia and many things to think about. So these posts that we do, they're not to inspire hate or bad comments or make anyone feel bad about themselves, but it's to inspire you to think. In society, we don't take enough time to think about the bigger picture. So I just want you guys to think a little bit about the images creeping into our psyche. And go check out the beautiful images of this fantasy vixen, Miss Kiki Carnage on Instagram. And what's your new podcast that you're doing as well? Oh, uh, it's called The Buried Sisters. We're going to be launching it in the next two or three weeks. And it's going to be about uh, homicide, uh, mystery, anywhere from the 1970s to current day. Perfect. So we hope you guys tune in. I'll be launching that very, very soon. I hope you'll come to our Halloween party. It's the Don't Let Your Face Get Spooky party, October 24th. If you're listening, send us a DM if you want to come. And everybody's invited. And that's it for now, you guys. Stay beautiful. Stay confident. Stay true to who you really are. Bye for now. Bye, everyone.